ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead, service family members, my beloved, this is Daniel White the Third, President of Gospel Light Society International with the White House Family Devotional Reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's classic book titled Morning and Evening. This is the podcast and this is episode number 609. number 609 and tonight we're reading at a passage chosen by the Prince of Preachers Charles Haddon Spurgeon Psalm 51:10 says create in me a clean heart O God and renew a right spirit within me a backslider, if there be a spark of life left in him, will groan after restoration. Uh, that is, if he is a born-again child of God, if that person is saved, uh, they will cry out for restoration. And one of the things that I have marveled about over the years is that I, I don't give an invitation for restoration. But I do preach the whole counsel of God. And God has used that, that so much so that we have seen just as many people come back to the Lord who were already saved just at the preaching of his word. God gave his own invitation. I was not aiming at getting Christian people to repent and come back from their backslidden ways. And I never, I, we never, I never asked them to call in or email in and let us know they did that. But thousands have done it anyway. That's all God. I have nothing to do with that. That's just the power of the Word of God being preached and the Holy Ghost of God working on people's lives. We, we have a whole list of people who have contacted us, emailed us on their own, and told us they're coming back to God. They're recommitting their life back to God. Because they heard me preach the gospel all around the world. I, I never gave an invitation for that. And I tell you why I don't give an invitation for that. Number one, I am first and foremost an evangelist, a gospel preacher. And I know very well that pastors, many preachers and pastors, they mix the gospel with everything in the world. And, and, you, and, and you can't do that because it confuses the people. They don't, know, they don't know if they're getting saved or joining a church. It's two different things. 
that's number one. I, I want to keep the gospel perfectly clear from everything else that pastors like to throw in uh, in, in, in the mix. And they mean, most of them meant well when they did it. And they mean well, but they, 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 they have caused confusion. The second reason why, because back in the day, the, uh, the, the evangelist, what I call them is the evangelist hustlers, hustling meetings, to prove that they were effective, they would they would give ten different invitations. Is your mama sick? Raise, is your mama sick? Raise your hand. Is your child sick? Raise your hand. Though, if you if you uh, need a husband, raise your hand. And and they they want everybody to come down to the altar. We all we got a hodgepodge of people down here. Okay, so that they can uh, show people in the event or tell people after the event that they had hundreds at the altar. They don't tell them half came down because they want a husband. I don't do, I don't deal with that, man. Uh, you know, I want, to, I want you to come, when I preach the gospel, I want you to come to get saved. So I don't do that. And, um, and so I eliminated I eliminated anything else but the gospel. So I know I did not invite them. God is the one who did it. I have nothing to do with it. I've told the Lord that I have nothing to do with it. I just praise you for doing it. In this renewal, Spurgeon goes on to say, the same exercise of grace is required as at our conversion, our conversion. We needed repentance then. We certainly need it now. We wanted faith that we might come to Christ at first. Only the like grace can bring us to Jesus now. We wanted a word from the Most High, a word from the lip of the Loving One to end our fears. Then, we shall soon discover when under a sense of present sin that we need it now. Go ahead, Spurgeon. No man can be renewed without as real and true a manifestation of the Holy Spirit's energy as he felt at first because the work is as great and flesh and blood are as much in the way now as ever they were. Let thy personal weakness, O Christian, be an argument to make thee pray earnestly to thy God for help. Remember David, when he felt himself to be powerless, did not fold his arms or close his lips, but he hastened to the mercy seat with renew a spirit with renew a right spirit within me. Let not the doctrine that you unaided can do nothing make you sleep, but let it be a goad in your side to drive you with an awful earnestness to Israel's strong helper. 
Oh, that you may have grace to plead with God as though you pleaded for your very life. Lord, renew a right spirit within me. He who sincerely prays to God to do this will prove his honesty by using the means through which God works. Be much in prayer, live much upon the word of God, kill the lusts which have driven your Lord from you, my, my, my. Be careful to watch over the future uprisings of sin, yea, in your own life first, and then in the lives of others, that you may be over. The Lord has his own appointed ways. Sit by the wayside and you will be ready when he passes by. Continue in all those blessed ordinances which will foster and nourish your dying graces. And knowing that all the power must proceed from him. Cease not to cry. Renew a right spirit within me. Renew a right spirit within me, shall we pray. Holy Father God in heaven, thank you, Lord, for that quiet devotional but powerful devotional in our hearts and minds, souls, and spirits. Lord, help us, too, to pray. Renew a right spirit within me. Thank you for inspiring David to pray so long ago. And uh, thank you, Lord, in this devotional already. We have seen you say several times also that David was a man of your own heart uh, because he kept your commandments. Yet we know from this passage he was not perfect. And yet you have shown him grace and made him to be a blessing to remind us to pray. Uh, in such a way uh, that uh, that is to pray for a renewing of a right spirit within us. We thank you for that and help us to do that. And Lord, help us to pray that way. And we pray that indeed you will revive us again and renew a right spirit within us. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. If you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, as he did, here is how you can be saved from the hell to come and walk with the Lord morning and evening in this life until you go to that wonderful place called heaven when you die. First, dear friend, accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's laws. The Holy Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Second, accept the fact that there is a penalty. There is a punishment for sin always. The Holy Bible says in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. Third, accept the fact that you are on the road to hell right now.
If you have never trusted, if you have never believed on the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, if you have never received his free gift of salvation, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day. Jesus Christ preached more on hell than any prophet in the Bible. Jesus Christ preached more on hell than he did about heaven. Why? Because he loves us and he wants to save us from that awful place so that we can go to heaven when we die. Jesus Christ said in one sermon in Matthew 18, 8, Wherefore, if thy hand or thy foot offend thee, cut them off and cast them from thee. It is better for thee to enter into life halt or maimed rather than having two hands or two feet to be cast into everlasting fire. Also, the Bible states in Revelation 21.8, But the fearful and unbelieving and the abominable and murderers and uh, whoremongers and sorcerers and idolaters and all liars shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Now, hell is bad news, dear friend. But I have some good news for you. You don't have to go to hell when you die. You can go to heaven. For Jesus Christ said in John 3.16, For God so loved the world, that includes you, that he gave his only begotten Son, Jesus Christ, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. And just believe in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe that he died for your sins, he suffered, he bled, and he died for your sins and for mine. And for everybody in the world, he was buried, and he rose from the dead by the power of God for you, so that you can live forever with him. Pray and ask him to come into your heart today to save your soul, and he will save you. Romans 10, 9 and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. Saved to what? Saved to heaven. So, dear friend, if you want to trust Christ as your Savior today so that you can avoid going to hell and go to heaven when you die, pray this simple prayer with me called the Sinner's Prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart, believing in your heart on Jesus Christ who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Holy Father God, 
I realize that I am a sinner and that I have done some bad things in my life. I am sorry for my sins and today I choose to turn from my sins with your help. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my sins. I believe with all of my heart that Jesus Christ died for me, was buried and rose on the third day. I do believe with all of my heart on the Lord Jesus Christ as my Savior. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and save my soul and change my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to repent of my sins past. Help me to turn from my evil life and to follow you in the new life. Lord Jesus, for it is in your name I pray. Amen. Dear friend, if you believed in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day, allow me to say to you congratulations on doing the most important thing in life, and that is trusting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my pamphlet titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Dear friend, if you trust that Jesus Christ is your Savior today, please email me at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Until next time, my beloved, God loves you, we love you, and may God bless you real good is my prayer.